Yeah. So, all right. We are recording. So, let's start with who you are and what do you do. Uh, my name is Tom Kuhn. I'm the director of strategic accounts with Centrical. And uh, what I do is I, I help companies, I help employees love their jobs. What a great sound bite there. <clears throat> do, do most employees love their jobs? <laughs> uh, absolutely not. Uh, you know, the data shows you don't have to look far or, you know, many, many people could just look at their own company. Lots and lots of employees are disengaged today. Um, and they're, they're, they're disengaged. You know, expectations of an employee haven't changed in the past hundred years. I think employees want to be treated well. They want to, they want to be trained properly. Um, they want to know what their, their goals and expectations of their performances. They want to know how they're doing. They want clear feedback. They want support. That's never changed. Um, what has changed, you know, and it certainly was changing wildly before COVID, um, you know, with all the technologies, look at all these technologies at CCW, there's so many great things here. Um, but certainly after COVID, um, the workplace has dramatically changed. Those expectations are not being delivered to a lot of employees today. And is that because of this? You know, when, when I hear you say that the needs of employees hasn't changed for 100 years, but what I think has changed is the vast, the scale of teams, the amount of management that has to go into keeping relationships with, you know, 100, 200, 300 people. And, yep. and I'll tell you my, my perspective on this. Because you're really helping people in a call center or large team environment where I think when most people think of employees, they think of small teams or corporations, top-down management. But that's an entirely different situation. In this rise of scale, global economy, large teams, it almost feels like there is a gap between that 100-year-old need and the future of our industry. Uh, absolutely. The, you know, the, um, you know, with pick any enterprise, pick a, you know, a company with a hundred thousand employees, ultimately that frontline employee still does have one manager. They have one supervisor that may, and that one supervisor has, has perhaps the toughest job in the place because they may be overseeing 10, 15, 20. We, we see frontline supervisors overseeing 25, 30 people. Um, and they're remote. They may be all over the world. They never, they may never be face to face, and that's where the breakdown begins. Because they, if they don't have tools to do the things I mentioned, to stay connected to the employee continuously, not once a week, not once a month, not once a quarter, all the time, um, they need to be, you know, instantly available to uh, to the supervisor. They need to be connected to their peers. You know, the the breakdown of, of people working remotely and, and you see some companies pushing back today going, well, this just isn't working. It isn't working because you haven't given tools to connect your people to your supervisors. You haven't put tools in place to connect peers to peers. Most learning, most support and success doesn't come from the boss. It comes from the people that I work with. Yeah. That's just in the flow of work. Um, when you break that and you don't replace it, um, it's it becomes very difficult. Um, so I think, you know, and when, again, no matter how big the organization, we always talk about the frontline supervisor, the frontline leader. That's where the rubber hits the road. That person and the frontline employee are, are where everything happens. You, you, you make really valid points about the, 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 
the challenge in the industry. I, I think what else is interesting is in these tool sets, so many of these tool sets are about monitoring employees or let's call it inspiring employees to go above and beyond. But there, there's this huge opening for tools that have a wider nuanced approach to the employee life cycle. What it, can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, yeah, that, that is, uh, that's a great observation, a great way to frame that up. Um, the, the, the challenges with employees from my perspective, um, they, they start all the, the issues and the breakdown and all that. It, it starts on day one. It actually starts before day one. Um, it starts the moment I've accepted that job. Um, and we see many clients who may put out a thousand job offers on a monthly basis. They may actually, you know, there may be more than that. And the breakdown begins even before day one of training because we may see 30%, they may see 30% of, of those great hires that they were so excited about just not show up. Um, and, and again, it, it, it then just gets worse that we see, you know, companies commonly, uh, particularly in, in some context centers where attrition can be 30, 40% from day one of training to the last day of training. And, and again, there's, it is not rocket science. When you ask these employees, why did you leave? There was no connection. They were, I was they didn't no feel support. Seen. I got no support. Yeah. I wasn't clear on my goals. I didn't have the tools. Um, even before I started, I got an offer and then I didn't, I didn't hear anything else from the company for two weeks. And in the meantime, four other companies reached out to me, made it real easy for me to decide I'm moving on. Um, so the great news is those are fixable problems. You know, they're fixable with basics, which is again, how do we give tools to frontline leaders to connect to new hires before they even start? How do we give better tools to trainers and those people that are assigned with bringing them on board? How do we give them better tools to know how that employee is feeling on day one, on day two, things like that? Tom, as always on CXOA, feel free to say pass <laughs> on any question. Let, let me ask you this, because you, you talk about, you're really talking some of this conversation about empowering the frontline leader to be a better a better uh, uh, support for large teams. But I hear that, and here's what I think. I think there are, that frontline leader has at least seven different platforms or tools that are trying to accomplish this. Yep. The frontline leader's job becomes learning how to manage software more than manage people. Yeah. And I think that there's some consolidation happening in the industry. I think that my my personal opinion, it's my podcast, I can say off the off the cuff things, but here's what I think. I think there's too many tools. I think they're too expensive. It becomes too complicated for frontline leaders. The um, the 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 also the growth in the industry as people start to try to add more and more services, the frontline leader's job is so much less at that point about helping their teams grow and ascend into better humans themselves than anything else. Am I accurate in that or am I off base? No. You can correct me. No, no you're, uh, you're, you're quite accurate. Again, we're here sitting at CCW surrounded by a thousand incredible technologies and vendors. Every one of the platforms here and systems 
every one of them probably can produce a terabyte of data a year on every employee. And that's the problem. There is, there is nothing a frontline leader can do with that. There is so much data. There is so much information flowing at the frontline leader. They're, they're paral they're, it's not even paralyzed. They don't know where to begin. So that you are absolutely correct. Companies say we absolutely see companies saying stop, no more platforms. Um, you know, and again, like a company like ours, where do we fit into that kind of mix? We're an integrated platform. We are designed to integrate into every one of these technologies. Um, we want your employee, and you want your employee, in the main platform, where's wherever that might be, in your main CRM, your main systems. That's where you want them to be. That's where we want to support them. Um, so what I think what you're, you're absolutely seeing more and more companies pushing back. Um, you systems today, there there can't be there can't be more data coming to a frontline leader. There can't. Um, what we do is sort through all this massive amount, this treasure trove of data, and we help push the most in, the most important, meaningful data that I need as a supervisor right now. To to them, um, you know, and I and I know, like, I see if I see a, a smartwatch on your hand or a Fitbit or an Apple Watch, think that, you know, that is a device that guides most people in their day, um, you know, people that, that count steps, things like that. It's the magic. Twelve thousand seven hundred steps yesterday, Tom. Well done, well done. <laughs> and the fact that you know that right now changes your behavior. Imagine getting a report at the end of the week or the month that says, hey, you took X number of steps. Would it help you? Does it change your behavior? Does it help you do anything different? Not at all. But continuous feedback from those systems, not another Excel report, not a SharePoint thing that I got to sort through, but let's simply tell the manager what's important right now, today. It could be there's a new policy change. Let's validate that the manager understood the email that went out to 5,000 employees. Um, let's give the manager, let's make their job simpler by helping them easily validate, do my employees understand it? And you know what? There's technologies like ours. We can automatically take the step to go. It's not that all 5,000 didn't understand it, but we identified 500 that didn't. Let's only help them. Let's let the rest of the employees move on with their day. Let's not bury them in more information because... Gosh, we have to send this to everybody again. So true. And there's so much we can talk about, about your, your, your place in the market. So here's why I came over here to talk to you. We've just met. You don't, you don't really know me, but I've been following this story for three years. Different brands, how they approached it. How, and, you know, for a while, gamification was a term that was really important. But as I follow these stories, what was important to me as a story chaser was a couple of things. One, platforms like yours, yes, they do everything you said for sure. Uh, it's just whatever degree your technology and scale will bear. But what it does is it allows the supervisor or the leader to be part of the team overall in an orchestration of, it's almost like having a, a symphony either with a conductor or without a conductor. To get the conductor and the symphony together, you need an auditorium. So yes. platforms like yours are more or less like the auditoriums for the orchestration of, of humans just trying to, one, do their job, but 
be better at it mm -hmm. and and bring satisfaction to a wider business economy that's being said what i what really drew me over to you at this show was i saw a press release where you did your your team talked about employee life cycle management and here's the thing that's important about that Yes, we, we can have some games that tell people to sell more and ring a bell, that sort of thing. We can have um, some stats or we can give away rewards. We can do training. We can give some recognition. We can monitor all that in, in, in whatever technology we want. But companies like yours who can actually do this, you actually improve holistically the mental health, the, the families the frontline workers, and if I'm being totally honest, this is my podcast, I can say things that I want to say, <laughs> The around the world, those tasks with bringing satisfaction to the front lines of the business world are often underserved communities. So I feel like a tool like yours starts to take a step back in the direction of humankind and bring people together. Employees feel seen. They... They're able to participate at their own speed and their own. It's not like um, dictation or policy being thrown across the organization. People can engage, self-learn, advance their careers, or at least have, to your point, the feedback to know, what do I need to do as a person to improve my career? Sure. So that's my perspective. Is any of that on point? Am I making any sense? You're absolutely making sense, and and uh, I, you know, you've mentioned kind of following this space, this niche piece of the puzzle for three years. Um, I'm fortunate. I've been in this space for ten years, which truly isn't a lifetime, but it is the lifetime of what used to be gamification. Um, so I've seen it evolve from points, badges, and leaderboards. Um, and within a couple of years, and I've been with this company most of that time because I realized. The Centrical understood that's a tiny piece of the puzzle because, you know, a leaderboard with a thousand employees is only good for about 15 employees. Everybody else will absolutely ignore it or even be disappointed or angered by it. Um, you know, where, where companies like ours differentiate is you're, where you are on the leaderboard isn't the important thing. The important thing is how do I move up one step? How do I get a little mm, bit better? See, and it, that's right. Yeah, it, it is. It's what you're talking about. We, I, I opened. I, I am not kidding. You know, my, I, uh, my son, long ago, when I first got into this space, um, playing little league baseball, one of the other coaches came up to me. I was a coach. He was you know, the other coach came up to me and said, "Man, you have a cool job." And I was like, "I've never really talked to you. What do you? How do you know what I do?" He's like, "Your son told me." My son at the time, I think he was ten. He said. My dad helps people love their jobs. And it just, it has stuck with me forever because he's right. And that's what he heard from me because I'm passionate about that ability to help that frontline employee be successful. Everybody wakes up in the morning, at least on the first day, and wants to be great. I want to do better. I want to love this job. Um, you know, many companies break that spirit. They break the spirit because they haven't given them, again, their basic tools. And these incredible technologies have to focus on the employee giving them what they want and they have to make the manager's job simpler. They can't make it harder. Um, you know, a, it, there is the technology has to be a tool for the frontline leader to do things easy, to deliver a great experience to their customer, which is that employee. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I think you're right on target. Tom, 
way we can wrap it up, but this is why I do this job. I could tell from your body language just at the end, <laughs> you truly are trying to help people love their jobs. I applaud you for and your organization for for helping people who love their jobs on the front lines in places where there isn't as much support as I mean, even I, I've done I've done a customer experience for some fast food restaurants. Even fast food frontline employees in the restaurants get a lot more support sure. than 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 call center agents. So I applaud you for what you're doing. Thank you for letting me spend time with you today. What any parting words about the future of gamification or employee lifecycle management? Sure. What's on the horizon? Um, I think. The companies that, that stay in this space, the companies that succeed will do what you've talked about. They'll, they'll follow a company like ours, which has, we, we absolutely look at the life cycle of the employee, as I mentioned, literally before they start, throughout their entire career. Onboarding is a massive time when we can do so much better to help an employee be successful, to understand, to guide them and support them. Um, to understand that the employee life cycle, their first, you know, first days, weeks, sometimes months in a complex job, um, again, that's, that's a time they need, they need more support, a different kind of support, very personalized guidance. And likewise, an employee that's been there five years, your top tier employees, they, they need the same things. They aren't not, they don't wake up and go, it's all me. I'm going to handle it today. They want the same things, the same attention, the same support. Um, and that's where companies have to go. All technologies, I think, have to go there. And we're in a unique space that we help. Other companies deliver that promise, that dream, and it is a vision. You know, it's a it's a dream. But I I think you know we're not for every company. We are for companies that want to deliver a world class experience. That's it. They want to deliver world class training. They want to be perceived as you know as best companies in the world. Um, that's the kind of customer that that we love, um, and they'll they'll thrive with that. And they'll ultimately those customers will force this industry and all of these technologies to Think about the frontline employee and the frontline leader, because that's what matters. Um, and again, you mentioned you know restaurants as an example. Restaurants, tough, tough business. I come from Atlanta, um, and we're we're the home of Chick Fil A. And I will tell you, um, in a in a situation where you know I've seen you know Chick Fil A next to five other restaurants that you know during COVID, after COVID, whatever it is, that were dead. Some were shut down. All of them were short staffed. Chick-fil-A never was. Chick-fil-A treats their employees like kings. They do. They do. They are just tremendous. True. And again, when you treat your, when I, you know, employees love your job, that sounds lofty. When employees love their job, they'll, they'll be more productive. They, they will want to help their peers. They will deliver better customer service. Let's be honest, Tom. It's not loving their job. Their jobs are their lives. Yep. We make the lives of people better by yep. providing support in ways that that make a difference. And I think that's what you're doing. Thank you so much for speaking to me, Dave. It's a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you so much.